Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Up. It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And good morning. Welcome into the program. Happy Tuesday to you. Hope it's starting off right. And uh, we are going to hopefully get you started off with some good conversation here. And, of course, 508-996-0500 is the number. Again, a reminder, if you don't have that memorized or if you don't have it written down, you can always open up the WBSM app and just hit the button in the middle that says call us. And that will dial the number for you. And uh, that's one of the many great options on the app. You can also send us text messages via app chat on the WBSM app. We get lots of those each day. You can also send us a voicemail via the open line feature. So all those great options on the WBSM app brought to you by South Coast Towing to be able to get involved in the discussion. But I want to bring up something. I actually got an email this morning from a regular caller, uh, John, who said his daughter is a freshman at Bristol Aggie. And this email was sent out and he wanted to share it with us. Uh, and he wanted to get my thoughts on it and I want to get your thoughts on it. So let me read it to you, and maybe you've gotten a similar email from your child's school system. So let me read it to you. This, can't, this comes from the school. Dear students, a day of silence is recognized each April in schools across the country. It is a student-led action where concerned students, middle school and older, take some sort of vow of silence to symbolically represent the silencing of LGBTQ students. This is to bring attention to the name-calling, bullying, and harassment and affect the silencing experienced by LGBTQ plus students and their allies. Did you know that 82% of LGBTQ plus students experienced firsthand harassment or bullying in their school? And more than 30% of LGBTQ plus students reported missing school because they felt unsafe or uncomfortable. This year, a day of silence will be on Friday, April 28th at Bristol Laggy. If you are interested in participating in this peaceful demonstration, fill out the Google form below. I will create a list of students participating to send out to teachers so that they are aware and give you a card showing that you are participating. Then you do your best not to talk for the day, representing those whose voices are silenced. A teacher may need you to talk for tests or for safety reasons. If a teacher does accidentally call on you, you can politely show them your card. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. And this comes from uh, one of the um, teachers over at uh, Bristol Aggie. So, 
And I just say one of the teachers, not because I don't want to name her, but because I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce her name. Um, it is Tennille uh, Kajian. So I, I, I might be butchering that name. So that is, uh, so that is the idea behind this, this, this day of silence on Friday, April 28th. And I guess that's the day that it takes place um, across the country. So it would be the same date for your school system. If your child, well, if you have a child in school, it'd be the same day for that school system. And the idea is that for that day, they do their best not to talk. And as you can see from this email, they are getting a list of the names of kids who are participating ahead of time so that they can know who is taking part so that they can avoid calling on those students. But as it says in the email, they'll give them a card so that if they are called on, they can hold up the card to show that they are participating. And it does say a teacher may need to call on you for a test or for safety reasons. So obviously those things would be precluded from participation in this. And I'm sure any kid that's participating in this, any student participating in this, would understand that in those instances, you would have to answer. Now, I don't know how there must be exemptions to some degree to this if you have to ask to use the restroom. But I think this is an interesting way of having students be able to I was going to say have their voices heard, but I guess not not at all in this case. But they were able to stand in solidarity with the LGBTQ plus community in a way that shouldn't be disruptive in school. In fact, it's it's the antithesis of disruption. Instead of walking out of class, and 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 this was something that when it happened at New Bedford, following the Sean Oliver memes. We got all kinds of phone calls from people saying the kids belong in class, the kids shouldn't be walking out in school, the administrators shouldn't be facilitating them being able to walk out in school during school hours. A lot of uh, callers took exception, and I don't even know how many of them actually have kids in school, but a lot of callers took exception with the idea of the superintendent, Thomas Anderson, the headmaster of the school, Bernadette Coelho and anybody else that stood by and allowed this to happen. Oh, they, they should all be fined or fired. We had school committee members calling in and saying those kinds of things. One school committee member. That, that this shouldn't be allowed to happen and that there should, be, there should be consequences for those who take part and for those who allowed it to happen. Well, here's a chance for the kids to offer up their protest in a way that doesn't preclude them from being in the classroom. This allows them to remain in school and continue learning. And I would argue that, uh, you know, there's going to be some folks who call and say, well, obviously this is going to be a distraction when a kid gets called on and they don't have the answer or kids are going to take part in this because they just don't want to have to answer questions in school. I don't think you understand what a sacrifice it is for a middle school student or a high school student to vow to go the whole day without talking. 
to vow to go to, to vow to go the whole day, not with not just with not answering a teacher's questions, but with not talking to their friends at lunch, not talking to their friends at lockers between classes, not talking in the middle of class when they're not supposed to be. That's a lot for a student to decide to give up for the day. And I'd be interested to find out, and, and we can find out about this probably after the April 28th, but what is the level of participation? You know, is it going to be a small amount of students who decide to take this vow and, and don't say anything all day? And then, you know, it's, it's a regular day. Otherwise, you hear all the regular uproar in the hallways and at the cafeteria and all that. Or is it going to be oddly silent throughout the course of that day? But I think this is a good idea because it doesn't disrupt the education. The teachers, knowing that it's coming and knowing who's participating in it, can plan their lesson around it. And I would bet that with all with the advanced notice, it's not even going to be a distraction. So you might say, well, a teacher's standing up there asking a question. They ask a student a question. The student holds up a card. So the teacher says, okay, well, uh, how about you, Joey? And then Joey holds up a card. And then, uh, you know, what about you, Samantha? Samantha holds up a card. Like, I don't think it's going to be like that. I think the teachers are going to, first of all, they'll probably try to avoid a, a day where they have to have interaction with the students out of respect for what's going on. I mean, it's one day. And then even if they do have interaction with students, they'll have a list and they'll know which students are in their class that are participating so they can hopefully, you know, take a look at that a few minutes before class starts and say, okay, don't call on these kids today. So I, I really find it hard for anybody to have an issue with this. You would think that this is what you would want. You would want students to have a way to be able to, for lack of a better term, speak their mind in a way that is non-disruptive and doesn't preclude them from being in the classroom. So I, I, I'm just wondering how many people out there still would have a problem with this, this format. And those, those numbers are real. Those numbers aren't made up. Those numbers about 82% of LGBTQ plus students experiencing firsthand harassment or bullying in their school. I mean, I would also say I think 82% of all students probably experience some sort of harassment or bullying, but they're talking in this case particularly about their orientation. And then 30% of LGBTQ plus students reported missing school because they felt unsafe or uncomfortable. So if you are one of the LGBTQ plus students and you go and take part in this day at school and you see how many people, how many others are taking part in this school, you see how many other people are staying silent in solidarity with you, that may, may, that may make you feel more comfortable. That even if you are experiencing some of that harassment, that you feel like you have allies and, and people who want you to be there and people who want you to have a safe and, and an uninterrupted school day.
508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Who, who comes up with this stupid ideas? These kids need to go to school and learn. You're going to tell me these kids ain't going to talk in school? Well, they're taking a vow not to, but how are they not learning by doing this? I didn't say they weren't learning. You just did. You said these kids need to go to school to learn. Right, and that's what school's for, to learn. Not about having these uh, protests and all this stuff. Just go to school and learn. That's all. This is student-led. This isn't something that the teachers came up with. I I doubt that very much. Why do you doubt that? That's coming from somebody else. It is. Is it all part of the big agenda that you assume is happening? No, it's no, 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 it's not. I'm just saying, just go to school and learn. That's it. Did you not learn about about other people and and, and the way that they might feel, and uh, and and the bullying that they might have experienced? Didn't you learn about that in school? Absolutely. So that's this is the way that they're, they're learning about this situation. Well, I, don't, I think it's dumb, anyways. Whatever. Okay. Well, I don't think you've done a good job articulating why you think it's dumb. Uh, no, it's just, just go to school and learn, that's all. Talk to your friends, do whatever. They're, choo- always, they're choosing not something. to. It's always something with that. Well, maybe your attitude is the reason why they need to have more of these kinds of days so that when they become adults in society, they don't feel the same way. Okay. When you don't have any uh, any actual facts or opinions to offer, just hang up the phone. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. Uh, let's see. Always watching in New Bedford. Uh, let's see. Two messages came in, so just let me load it up here. Is there any chance you could hold up a card, please... Um, what do you mean? Me? Isn't, isn't this an adult radio station? Let kids be kids. You know, I'm tired of that mentality that people have of that. This is somehow, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. Try to put this call on hold. Uh, hold on. Let's see. I might have it pushed through. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Yeah. Hi. Good morning, Tim. This is Mike. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Then uh, I don't have. I think that's a great thing that that letter was sent out. My only, my only issue with that is that, um, you know, why do they have to specify which particular group? I mean, I, there's so many kids that are bullied for so many reasons that I don't think maybe they, you know, if they could have just made it a general thing where for all the kids that are, are that are being bullied, not necessarily uh, because of the way they they dress or or, or whatever, but. Uh, that's my only uh, thing like that. Other than that, I think it's a it's a great idea. We all need to think about the other guy. Sure. Well, I think that they have to have, you know, you want to identify what it is that you are um, in protest of. So, yeah, you could have another day that's for general bullying. But in this particular case, it's about wanting to have it be draw attention to the LGBTQ plus students. There might be another day where they might have a, a day of silence against racism. They might have a day of silence against, you know, it, it, it could be, you know, picking on the poor kids, which is what I dealt with when I was, uh, you know, in school. So I could see that being something that could happen otherwise. But I think if you try to make it generalized, then you feel like you're, you're, you're taking away the actual meaning of the particular group that you're trying to stand up for. You're, you're watering it down. Yeah, I, I, I suppose I can, uh, I can see that. 
Well, it's as long as it's a good thing. That's 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 the bottom line. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Have a good day. Thanks, Tim. You too. Bye bye. And uh, let's go to this call now. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Hi. How you doing, Tim? Good. How are you? Um, that pre not the, not this call, but the one before sounds like he probably could have done a uh, a little less talking in school and a little more listening <laughs> well, and paying attention. I, I don't want to pick on other callers, but <laughs> but that's fine. You don't have to, no response is fine. Uh, when I first heard this, I, what I, I agree that that it's good. It's great. You know, it's, I'm happy that students are uh, are are protesting or showing any you know some sort of uh, you know it's good for it's good for people. I wish more people outside of being students stood up and had and had more time in their day or more energy to uh, contribute more to society and to stand up for more things that they believed in. But uh, when, when I first heard of it, the first thing in my head was that the teachers are going to, I could see teachers loving this because it'll probably be the most productive day for teachers having less students talking in the classroom. Yeah, I but, mean, uh, the thing about having, you know, this, this model of protest is it shouldn't be a distraction. Whereas, no, I, you know, any other form, you could argue it's a distraction. It's a disruption in the school day. This one shouldn't be a disruption. I, I agree 100%. It's, 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 it's perfect. It's skating right between the lines there. I love it. So that's all. Have a great day, Tim. You as well. Take care. Bye. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in. Or you can hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app and, and send in a text. And, and I want to go back to the, to the app chat message from Always Watching in New Bedford that says, let, let, just let kids be kids. These are kids that are organizing these things. Uh, I know that you don't want to believe that. I know that you think that there's some kind of agenda going on in schools where teachers are trying to turn kids into, into homosexuals and transgender people. And that, that, that's not what's going on. That's not what's going on. These kids are standing up for themselves and for their own beliefs, for their own identities, for the way that they want to be perceived in the world. And they are the ones that are instituting this change. There is no agenda here from teachers to try to make your kid decide that they, they want to like someone of the same sex or that they want to be a different gender. This is because you have a generation of kids who are looking at the world in these black and white terms, looking at the world in these, you know, you're either a man or a woman. You're either straight or you're gay. They're looking at these um, bilateral ways of living and saying, you know what, there's more than that. There is more than that. And we envision a world where those limitations don't exist. And so they're standing up for themselves. And they're looking to have their voices heard, or in this case, not heard, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep using that phrase, but I understand that it's a, it's a day of silence, but they're trying to make sure that their message gets across. And teachers and administrators are just choosing not to stand in the way of that. And some schools, some schools might decide, you know what, we're not going to let you walk out in the middle of the school day to protest something that you think is, you know, some sort of injustice. We're not going to let you do that because it is a distraction, because it is a disruption. And, and because we don't want to have, we don't want to institute a situation where that's going to happen all the time when people have something that they want to stand up for. So this is something that I think teachers look at and say, I wish that every time students wanted to protest something, this is the way that they would handle it because it allows them to continue teaching. It allows for the students to continue learning. 
508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. So what time of the day are they protesting? It's, it's, it's all day long. So throughout the course of the day, um, if they're taking part in this, then they will remain silent throughout the course of the day. During a school day? Yes. Okay, well, I can't agree with any of that. Why not? Because you go to school to learn. You don't go to school to protest. I'm sorry. I'm old school. How does this and keep them from learning? Protesting? They're still, they're still going to class. They're just not going to say anything. Oh, they're not going to say anything. Okay, I thought they were out physically protesting. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so, I apologize. No, no, no problem. You, no, it's uh, so you might have missed uh, when I was reading it before. So the idea is that they will go about their regular school day, and this, if they choose to take part in this, they will be given a card. So if the teacher calls on them in class, you know, forgetting or not knowing that they're part of this 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 um, this silent demonstration, then they could hold up the card just to say, "Hey, I'm taking part in this." But that they'll still go to every class. They'll still learn. Uh, they'll still, and if the teacher want, if the teacher has to ask them something for a test or for safety reasons, they they still would have to respond to that. All right. Well, I don't know why kids just can't go to school and learn like we did. And this is all potty. You know, how you talked about the trash. Yes, uh, what was it? The trash disrespect for parking by the fire hydrant. Mm -hmm. The lack of law and. This isn't part of that, but I really wanted to respond to that yesterday. I didn't have the time. Um, and if I could jump back on Yeah, that. no, absolutely. Um, it, it, it's lawlessness, lawlessness is like about everywhere. It's in your face. It's in the uh, social media. So what's going on, I believe, and I saw this a year ago with the trash alongside the roads, is that's when you really start to give up on any sense of humanity, in my opinion, because there was never the amount of trash alongside the roads. Um, and you see all the lying now. It's all exposed with the media. So if you see, let's say you hate Donald Trump, you see something he's doing, if you think he's getting away with something, you say, oh, he's getting away with this. And if you see something, uh, let's say, uh, since I mentioned the Republican, some Democrat is doing, and they go, well, he's getting away with this. And this is what floats down to, to us, the, the regular people. And then they go, well, I see this, I see that, I see people catch and release. I see laws not enforced. What am I worried about a fire hydrant for? Because we forgot that the fire hoses, when they go on there, they need a straight shot at that because they really don't bend too good. Well, I, I get your point. I do, but I I think the the um, the lack of being courteous that goes back even even before anything political. That's just selfishness. That's just selfishness that that's inherent in, in just in some people. Well, yeah, okay, I agree with that. But all the all the stuff that's floated up to the top in the past four, five, six years of like during the pandemic, the shutdown. Um, Okay, say January 6th, say Antifa burning over in Washington. I'm mentioning both sides so people don't get mm -hmm. out of shape. Uh, all of this is against the law. And they see certain people maybe being prosecuted for it, certain people not. And you start, you, they don't care. Nobody cares anymore. And it's a sad state of affairs. 
But that's where we are, and that's why you're seeing that type of behavior. That's why you're seeing trash like a son of a gun alongside the roads because there's no self-respect, and there's nothing from the old school um, that I believe is just some really good qualities. You know, the school of hard knocks was a real big deal. In no. my opinion. But if you try that nowadays, God almighty, what's going to happen to you? You're going to be a big doo-doo. Big, because you can't do that sort of thing. Right. And it's it's all rolled into one. I don't think one side or the other side is guilty, but I think the, the amount of lawlessness everywhere, from the top of the barrel to the bottom of the barrel, and I'm at the bottom of the barrel, is, um, is going to take precedence in the future, and you're going to see the deterioration of Society, my, my humble opinion. All right. Well, I'm going to hold you there just because I'm up against the break. Thank you, Thank you for the call. Yes, good job. And uh, we got to take that break. I'm late for it. We'll be back in just a few moments. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping. Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence and welcome back in 508-996-0500. The Sound of Silence will be happening on April 28th at schools across the country as part of a day of silence in which students can opt into not saying anything all day in solidarity with the LGBTQ plus community of their school. And if uh, this came from a, a regular caller who supplied me with the email that was sent out to students um, at the Bristol Aggie School, Bristol Aggie uh, High School. And it mentions that on this day, on Friday, April 28th, middle school students and high school students will take part in a day of silence uh, in which they will not say anything in, during the course of the school day. And if they'll sign up ahead of time using this Google form that the teacher sent out, and they'll be given a card so that if they are called on during class, they can hold up the card to indicate that they are participating in this day of silence, which uh, folks got upset when the LGBTQ plus students of New Bedford High School wanted to protest the Sean Oliver memes by staging a late morning walkout at New Bedford High School. And we got all kinds of phone calls from people for days saying, kids belong in the classroom. They should just shut their mouths and stay in the classroom. They are literally shutting their mouths and staying in the classroom. And you're all upset about this. They're doing exactly what it is that you said that they should be doing. And you still don't like it. Am in New Bedford, who I can't follow when you send multiple email, multiple messages. I should say miserable in New Bedford. Uh, two kids trying to speak for a whole school. And then he used a term, of course, that I can't use on the air. Because why would you want to make it? radio friendly in your comments you just can't control yourself enough to use a word that isn't profanity um no that's not the case so i would say that you're going to be overwhelmingly surprised by how many students take part in this um always watching new bedford says chaos is king there this is the antithesis of chaos 
And Miserable again says, LOL, all day silence. Go right ahead. Just listen to yourselves. How laughable and foolish. Learn something instead of thinking about this unproductive crap. You know, it's unproductive in the terms of people like you, Miserable, who will never have your minds changed about this. But you know what? Maybe some of those students who are in the school with them, who are the ones that they're standing up for, will see, wow, I do have more support in this school than I thought that I did. So you know what? I'm not going to miss school. I'm not going to stay home because I'm bullied because that's just an outlier. And the majority of the school community supports me and, and my life. And also, a lot of the other students that don't even think about this stuff will see this going on. And they'll say, oh, I, I didn't realize that it was that tough for an LGBTQ plus student to go to school. And maybe I should do something about it. Maybe I should stick up for them if I see them getting bullied. Or maybe I should be a little bit more compassionate about their lifestyle choice. Maybe I should be a little bit more con compassionate about who they were born as. And then those adults, when those students become adults, you will have a society that will not have app chat messages like the ones that I'm getting. Will not have phone calls like the ones that I'm getting. You will have a more tolerant society. And then they don't need to make a big deal about being LGBTQ+. Plus. As, 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 as everybody likes to call in and complain, it's such a small percentage of the population, why do they have to make a big deal? Because until society can just let them be, they can't just be. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. What's up, Tim? What's going on? Uh, a lot, lot to unwrap. <laughs> I got, so she sent me the email. Last, well, I got home last night and she says, hey, Dad, look at this email. You know, so she shows me the email and I'm like, huh. I'm like, well, I, I, I guess it's better than, like you said, walking out of school like New Bedford High did. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, on the same token, that New Bedford High walkout was, uh, from my understanding, was put on or led on by a student's parents. Who didn't agree with the post? No, that's not. No, that's not really true. That's the way that certain hosts and, and, and callers on this station have been portraying it. It was organized by the students. The parents just helped out and said, you know, if you want to, if you want to do something, this is the way to do it. So it wasn't right, so that it the was, parent came it, up with the idea. The student wanted to do something, and the parent gave them the encouragement to do something about it. So it was implied by the parent, uh, you know, encourage the students to do it. So, so they encouraged the students to say, hey, this is what you should do if you want to make a difference. They, I, I think that it was more of a matter of helping them kind of think about it in a logistical sense of could it actually happen. Yeah. Oh, at the same, on the same token, it's, this is the same thing with this at Bristol Aggie now. That lady, I believe, she's from my daughter's... Uh, so my daughter told me she's either a teacher's aide or, a, or a, she's in charge of the, the G... They call it the GSA, the gender... Uh, social acceptance group or whatever the heck it's called mm -hmm. and um, association or something. And uh, that's led by that lady. And um, I don't know why I'm trying. Well, I, I don't, I don't, hold on, hold on. I don't uh, know that that's an accurate that. portrayal of how it is. I don't think that it's led by the lady. I think that she's probably the, the faculty advisor for the club. Yeah, she is the, she's the, okay. The faculty advisor. She's the, 
uh, organizer of the club. I don't know that that's fair either. I don't know that that's the case. These clubs exist. They're, 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 these clubs exist within the schools, and somebody has to be there to, to be the, the faculty advisor to keep an eye on the kids. Kids can't just have a club after school without somebody being there with them. So that, that's, I, I think, you know, these groups are led by the students. These groups are, you know, the students will be the vice president, the president. They'll be the ones that send the agenda. They'll, at least that's how it was when I was in high school. So these, I, I think it's unfair to say that the person who's the faculty advisor is necessarily directing the way that things go with the club. I mean, she was the one who sent the email out as the as the, uh, the, the, the so well right the quote in, unquote in the beginning organizer of the group. Well, at the beginning of the email, she points out that a day of silence is recognized each each April in schools across the country. It's a student led action, so this is something that now, students do. Is this the first time you of you hearing about something like of of this, you know, of this like this of this you know, of this particular style of yeah. uh, of protest? Yes. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, not the, the way the email. Not the style of protest. I mean, it's it's no different than a sit-in. You know, it's like the same right. idea that uh, of those ideas. It's just a little bit of a twist on that. Yeah, it's. I mean, the way they the way she made the email sound, it's like this has been happening, you know, for years on end, and this is just a tradition that they're upholding. You know, they're upkeeping. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I I don't know. I, you know, if they're not disrupting the class, if they're you know, um, you know, the teachers call on them, or, or like you said earlier, how the heck are they going to use the bathroom? Are they going to raise their hand and point to the door and, you know, make a, a gesture with their fingers saying, I got to go to the bathroom well, or something? I don't, you know, I, don't, like, I don't think it requires you being 100% silent the entire day. I think it's just, you know, showing that you are going to be silent in major, for a majority of the day in solidarity. So I think if you have to ask to use the bathroom, I don't think that that goes against the, the principles of what this stands for. Yeah, and I, I my daughter, she also told me, too, that it's it's... It's really only like a handful of kids in that group. You know what I mean? So I'm, uh, she's, she's more interested to see who's, who's not in the group that's going to be participating just because it's a day that they could use for an excuse of, you know, hey, I don't have to answer this question on, you know, during a quiz or something or like, you know. Well, if, it's a, if there's a quiz, you do me. have to answer the question. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like if the teacher calls on you for like a, a, a question or something, you know. Out of a book or something like I, that. I think you know, it'll. Like, I think it'll blow up in those. Question. I think it'll blow up in those kids' faces because the the teachers probably don't don't you know do a lesson plan that requires asking questions. Just so you know, too, I just yeah. looked it up. This has been happening every year since 1996. Oh no way! Okay. So I was well, in high school in first time I've. <laughs> Good. I was in high school in April of 1996. I don't. I don't remember it then. So I don't know. You know when it really started to take off. But um, well, I'm sure it just started taking off, you know, when when all this other, you know, when when the the trans I don't want to say the the transgender movement, you know what I mean, or trying to be politically correct here, but you know, it's I, I think it might have taken off, you know, during that whole movement, you know, type of thing. But yeah, no, it, it was an interesting topic. I figured I'd share it with you. You know what I mean? No, absolutely, and it, and it's it's certainly pertinent considering here in New Bedford, you know, we had the walkout that people didn't like. So here's a, a way that they can do it where they are staying in the classroom. And I guess people still don't like it. Yeah. I think, I think they ended up, uh, I think they, I think maybe the, the, the kids or the organizer of the group or whoever the faculty, whatever, you know, that, that lady, they, they probably took that into consideration. And, you know, I mean, Bristol Aggie is a nice school to go to, you know, and it's, I don't think they wanted to portray it as, 
something like that, like, hey, let's do a walkout like the Bedford High School did, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, that did get a lot of bad publicity, you know? Right, and if this has been going on for, you know, 25 years or, or more now, you know, it's, it's, right. it shows that this is, this is a much more organized thing to, to take part in. Yeah. All right. All right, cool. Well, thank you All for right, the heads up on it. Yeah, no problem. Take yeah. it easy. 508-996-0500. Callers, hang on. I do have to take a break. When we come back, we will get to you. Welcome back in. I'm going to try and squeeze in a call here, but I do have one more break i got to take in this hour. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning, Tim. How's it going? Hey, here's my issue with uh, this whole the situation with Bristol Aggie. If we're going to teach our kids, right, and we want them to really learn and understand, why don't we teach our kids? Why do we continue to lie to them? What do you mean? Like in terms of, like, you know, teaching them about pilgrims and Indians and Thanksgiving. If we're going to be honest and we want these kids to learn and understand, why do we tell them that we were all friends and all that instead of saying, yeah, we, uh, we suckered them into a meal and then we murdered them all so we could take over their land? Well, that's not exactly what happened, no. No, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, you, if we really want kids to learn and understand, we need to be upfront about issues. We should be talking about mental health and gender identity issues and how that's what's going to help kids understand and put people in their shoes. Like when I was when I was in school, a lot of kids didn't go to school because they didn't have clean clothes, right? And they were embarrassed about wearing the same clothing, so on and so forth. Um but that kind of got brushed under the rug. Nobody wanted to talk about it, so on and so forth. Like, if we really want kids to understand, like, what I see, the problem with things like this is that the majority of kids are not transgender, right? So a lot of times, you know how high schools are, the kids that are in the minority are going to be ridiculed. They're going to be like, oh, look, they're not talking because they, like, whatever, they are, they're part of that crew. But if you help a kid sit down with them and understand the complexity of what's going on in these kids' minds, like, listen, they're confused. You know what I mean? You you build empathy. And they're like, wow, I could really well, you're, see you're, how somebody could struggle. You're, you're, you're making a huge assumption that they're confused. What do you mean? Why, why do you think that they're confused? I'm, I'm not... No, I'm saying, like, in terms of like them being born a female and identifying as male and how that could be a struggle for them. Sure, it's a struggle, but it doesn't mean it's a confusion feel... for them. No, but I'm saying but a, a big part of it is mental health issues and gender gender identity issues and concerns and things like that. What I'm what I'm saying is rather than kind of, you know, signaling uh basically pointing out certain kids and saying, oh, they're not doing it. The, the majority, the min it's going to be a minority of kids who are participating in this. Maybe, you're maybe singling, not. Well, maybe not, but you're singling people out. You know what I mean? Why wouldn't you teach these kids, help them understand where they're coming from, talk about mental health issues, gender identity well, that's, issues. That's the and point of this is it's for not, it's not just for the kids who identify as one of those students, but for those who want to show support for them as well. Yeah, but you're not teaching them anything. Well, but how, this might foster conversations. You, you, you don't know that you're not going to teach them anything from this. I, what are they learning? That they, if they keep that, that they're pro-trans rights, if they uh, keep 
keep their mouth shut in school. Well, what, what you're learning, they, what you're learning, if you're one of these students, is maybe there's more acceptance in your school than that you realize that there was, and maybe that makes you less likely to have to miss time or drop out or feel uncomfortable when you go to school. And for the kids who are there, maybe you realize there are more students like this than I realize, and that maybe I do need to be a little bit more respectful of them. I see. I think it, a way around that is you you want to help kids understand. You know, we we. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure those conversations can happen too, as long as parents aren't showing up at school committee meetings and saying, "I don't want this taught in my in my kid's school." But but we are talking correct. But you, that's why you approach it as mental health in terms of gender identity. No, issues. because you're approaching it as them- its mental illness. And that's not, I don't believe that that's the case. You don't think that somebody who's struggling with their gender and, you know, not knowing why they feel the way they do has, has is in like the same thing with I don't think that, I don't think that all the students that are in this, in this group of students are struggling with that identity. I think many of them have decided who they are. They know who they are. So why ain't they going to school? Because the people who don't accept them for who they are make it difficult for them. Or they're, strug- or they're struggling. I got to hold you there just because I got to take my last break. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, not trying to interrupt the conversation, yeah, but no I'm, I'm up against it. Yep. Thank right. you so much. Yep. Yep. And uh, callers, hang on. I will get to you, but I do have to take this final break or I'm going to run out of time. Hey. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.